up, nerds? ESPN Plus, the ESPN app. You won't see a team play worse than my team played yesterday. The New York Jets' performance yesterday was an embarrassment. You, you hired somebody that doesn't even understand what an SC Trojan is all about. Like, stop! Hi, I'm Brian Barnhart, voice of the Fighting Illini, and this is your home for Fighting Illini Sports. 98.9 The Game. And now, broadcasting live and local, from the 98.9 The Game Studios in Effingham, Illinois, it's the starting lineup with Travis Sparks. I'll ride with the wolves. I'll run with the wolves. I'll run with the wolves. And Eric Fry. Why are all the fingers getting pointed at me? It's the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. Welcome in to a new day and another edition of the starting lineup here on ESPN Radio 98.9, the game. What's happening out there? It's Travis Sparks, Eric Fry alongside, and we're here for the next hour on ESPN Radio. Got a good show lined up for you as always. Coming up, we'll hit up on some local sports that happened yesterday. Some baseball and softball action and get you set for what is happening today. We'll also take a look at some postseason action from yesterday. We'll take a look at the NBA playoffs. Some series continue on. Some series comes to a close. And get set for some series potentially coming to a close uh, this evening. We'll also hit up on uh, some uh, Stanley uh, Cup of playoffs as well as a couple of teams inched closer to advancing on in Boston. They could advance to the next round uh, tonight. So uh, we will explore uh, that and we'll try to see what else we can uh, come up with as uh, we let off the show yesterday with the Aaron Rodgers news, the Aaron Rodgers trade, and it's official. He's arrived in uh, Manhattan or wherever the Jets facility is, showed up in Jets gear as he's ready to go. New Jersey? Yep. Well, it's just a sweatshirt. Yeah. So. No, I mean, isn't that where their facilities are? Oh, uh, New, New Jersey? Oh. Uh, I, I know that's where the stadium is. It's yeah. in East Rutherford. Mm-hmm. They're alive. It's a shame. Yeah, definitely. But he's there. Apparently, he's going to be having a press conference uh, soon. We won't be breaking in to uh, any of that. No. Uh, So never. uh, We'll (laughs) we'll save the the comments till after the uh, press conference Uh, has concluded. And I also wrote a nice little uh, goodbye to uh, Green Bay, thinking a bunch of people uh, there. But uh, we'll try to see what else we can get to as we inch towards the uh, draft, as the uh, NFL draft will begin tomorrow, tomorrow evening on ESPN. So. Uh, that is always uh, some exciting time for yep. some folks. 
and we got something special uh, cooking for uh, the draft for us yep. as well. So uh, we want to stick around for tomorrow's uh, podcast Absolutely. feed for that for sure. All right, so uh, we'll try to get to whatever we can here in the Trestle Show. If not, we'll get to it in the uh, podcast in some sort of a fashion. And uh, Eric's got an anniversary today, right? The yes. uh, This day in sports history. Yes. It's going to make a fan base sad. I remember yes. saying that yesterday. So yes, yes, yes. <laughs> he'll unleash that in the podcast as well. So uh, stick around for that. All right. So we got a lot to talk about here today. So uh, let's get it started and let's kick it off and let's do it how we always do it. And that's first things first. Before we get into the show. First things first. And we're starting off in baseball, not local baseball, but a major league baseball as late last night here on 98.9. You heard the uh, St. Louis Cardinals uh, find a way to lose another one. Every single day, it's something different. Every single day, you try to find a way to lose a game, and that's exactly what the Cardinals did last night. They had the 4-2 to lead going into the uh, bottom of the ninth, and then a three-run bottom of the ninth for the uh, San Francisco Giants and a walk-off home run by Blake Sable. Who? Yeah. Blake Sable, mm-hmm. a two-run shot off Ryan Helsley, a blow in the save last night and walking it off into the San Francisco night. And the Giants send the Cardinals to a 5-4 to four loss last night in San Fran. Yeah, another uh, oh, man. loss. This one stings, doesn't right. it, Travis? <laughs> I said that last, last week the vibes were pretty low in uh, Bush Stadium with mm-hmm. the Diamondbacks loss. Uh, but, man, the, the vibes everywhere, the vibes on uh, social media, the vibes on Twitter uh, are a very lonely place for St. Louis Cardinal fans uh, right now, especially dropping a, another game as uh, you are in control of this one with a 4-2 lead in the ninth, and you even had two strikes on Mr. Uh, Sable there. But uh, Helsley grooved one right down in the middle. I think that it was his second-best pitch, and um he just grooved it right down the middle and uh, ended up hitting it out. And Blake Sable, of all people, we yeah. get shut out by Alex Cobb yep. in game one and then yep. get walked off by Blake Sable. And again, Travis, you are on the social media more than I am when it comes to the Cardinals. Are, are people done? Are people done with this team? Are they done with Ollie? Are they done with everything? Oh yeah, I, I think if you if you wander around on Twitter, yeah, they, they think this team sucks, <laughs> and they are uh, they're they're writing it, they're writing it off they're writing it off as a as a lost season already already. I don't. Has it been a great team, a great performance thus far? No. I think we can all say that, right? Mm-hmm. I, I don't. I don't think anyone's going to argue with you on on that. Um, but I, I think it's too early to to say it's it's done and it's over. Uh, the Cardinals are having their, their worst start to the season since 1973. Now with a, a nine and 15 record, and back in uh, 1973 they uh, started off the season five and 19. So. Um, 
Yeah, it's uh, been a, a rocky uh, road, rocky uh, start. But uh, Ali Marmol had some comments uh, after the game, and he says uh, that when you suffer like this, it creates some perseverance, and perseverance creates character. This group's not going to cave. I don't care what people think. This will serve us extremely well when we get into September. And based based on that, Travis, well, first of all, you got to make it to September. Exactly. Exactly. But Cardinal fans, 2011, Travis, on April 26th, the Cardinals lost to Houston 5-6 and were only 12-11 at that point. Yeah, 12 and 11 were one game above 500. Yes. And this is not 2011. I know. I'm trying to help this you. This is not the 2011 team. I know. Uh, for sure. Uh, I don't know what we're doing. Uh, one thing that uh, kind of makes me uh, not really angry is not the right word, but I just hate when people are right uh, about some situations and kind of makes you look at, well, we did it anyway, so – uh, I think the other situation would have been better. The situation I'm talking about is Tommy Edmond. Uh, yesterday he made an error, or two nights ago he made a, an error. Mm-hmm. And then the last game, uh, last night, he uh, makes a, another uh, error, throwing error, in the uh, top of the third inning. He did smash a home run in the next half inning. but uh, And then he makes another play there to allow the Giants to get the rally started there at second base and it it makes people proven right that oh Tommy Edmond we can't move him from short because he's a gold glove uh shortstop and now he's over there playing second because we got to get Paul DeYoung's eighth second chance and so we were gonna move Tommy Edmond to get Paul DeYoung a spot at shortstop mm-hmm. anyways so uh the alternative would have been to go out and spin on Bogarts Turner Bo or uh Swanson, yep. any of those type of guys, if we were just going to give Paul DeYoung another shot Correa. short. Correa, yeah. I would have easily overpaid uh, for any of those guys uh, over uh, Paul DeYoung's 10th last chance. But, hey, what do I know? What do you know? Let's not forget, you know, that's Edmonds' fourth heir this season. But Wilson Contreras also has two heirs as well. Right, it was the it was the that's right that was the uh, Mm -hmm. low throw and the bad pick in the early going there with the ball going into center field and uh, Carlson kind of uh, lollygagging and overrunning the ball and that allowed the first Giants run to score and that can't happen on a stolen base attempt uh, there at all. But I mentioned last week and I mentioned in uh, my little write up that I had from. Uh, my experiences in St. Louis last week, uh, but uh, John Mozalek before the game was uh, speaking to Bally Sports and Jimmy the Cat Hayes, and he basically said exactly what he did there on a Tuesday evening was, uh, he said before the game, uh, Mo said, the one thing I'd ask from our fan base right now is a little bit of patience because we do think that we have the talent to win on this team. Have a little bit of patience. How's that patience working out for him today? I, I know, but again, Travis, we're three weeks into this season. There's a lo- a lot can happen. We've seen a lot of teams start off bad who end up making the postseason. Mm-hmm. And what do we say once you make the postseason? All you got to do is make it. Then anything can happen. Yeah. Right. And then you can blow a game in the ninth inning, and then 
lifeless in the next game and then get eliminated. The problem, and I mentioned this yesterday, Travis, the problem is St. Louis has three teams in front of them that are playing some really decent ball right now. Yeah. And so it's going to be hard for them to catch them. Right. I mean, at this rate, it's going to be hard to catch the Brewers, and the Brewers are in second place. Yeah. So I do think the Pirates will come back uh, a little bit. Like They're not going to – I don't – Right now, they're leading the division, but I wouldn't expect that to last yeah. very long. I would be surprised if they're still leading the division in August. Yes, but, I agree. Um, but you never know. And that's why we that's why we love and hate baseball at the same time. Yeah. It's a marathon. It's not a sprint. Cardinal it fans, it's, it's a marathon. Now, if we're talking, Travis, the end of May, and the Cardinals are sitting at 18 and 30 a month from now, then maybe you start going, something needs to change here. But the problem is you just gave Marmol an extension. You just gave Mosaic an extension. Mm-hmm. You really can't get rid of them. Yeah, no. Not um, without paying a hefty price. Mosaic and DeWitt are thick yep. as thieves. Yep. They're, in, they're not going to make a manager nope. change because they're not going to have the th- fire their third manager yep. during their tenure. So that would be a black eye on them. Yep. And their regime. So it's probably what not let me happen. let me ask you, Travis, as the Cardinal fan here, the representative Cardinal fan here, what do you blame it on? What do you think is the issue with this Cardinal team? I don't know. There's... Is it the players? Is it the coach? Is it the front office? Is it a combination of all of them? Is it age an aging core? What no. is it? Is it the pitching? Pitching a little bit, of course, the starting pitching hasn't been great and, you know, management's lack of focus of trying to go out and improve that area of need. Um, I mean, it really all stems from really, I know Mosaic also mentioned last Tuesday about uh, the start of the season was kind of odd with all the players that they had in the WBC Mm -hmm. and then slowly trickling in there so they can really build the team chemistry especially when uh two locker room leaders left after last season and you know maybe if you had a true locker room leader like yadi you know mm-hmm. i know you said that before mm-hmm. but maybe this wouldn't be happening but i think that you definitely well and adam wayner is not even around right now because right. he's off in a rehab start yep and he wasn't exactly impressive in memphis the other night no he wasn't last night i believe it was so if i'm what i'm understanding from travis is correct travis is blaming the wbc no i'm not blaming it i'm just saying it's a factor it may be a factor i'm just saying i told you back whenever you were poking out your chest about cardinals are sending the most players to the wbc let's go i said i'd much rather have my teams in camp getting ready for the regular season yeah, but then the players still got to come out and perform, and who's to say they wouldn't have come out and performed like this anyway? So. It's just the fact that the Cardinals had so many more players in the WBC than any other team. Yeah. From their major league roster. Mm-hmm. That are important pieces. Right. That it just, there has to be a correlation. Yeah, you can't tell me it's just a coincidence, right? And that's why I'm telling Cardinal fans to still be patient. 
because try and give this team some time to find that chemistry that they haven't had. They're basically a month behind everyone else. Mm-hmm. Right. Especially when you have, you know, your own teammates going at each other because one won gold and one didn't. <laughs> yeah. That, whether, whether jokingly or not, that's the kind of stuff that without that locker room leader to kind of settle everyone down and say, hey, guys, let's focus, can become an issue. Mm-hmm. And I don't feel the Cardinals have that. I, I would you would you say Wainwright's locker room leader, but he's not there. Yeah, I would say he's a locker. I don't room think leader. Goldschmidt is vocal enough. Like a, yeah, he's he's quiet. He's a quiet I don't leader. think Arenado's vo- vocal enough. Yeah, and there's some frustration on him last yep. night with uh, him and Paul DeYoung almost yep. colliding at uh, between short and third, trying to track down a fly ball. Yep. The the one person who I would say has emotion and shows it would be Wilson Contreras, yeah. but he's new. Right. Your new guy can't come in and be the locker room leader and rally of the troops the first month of the season. Yeah, right. I would agree. So, Miles Michaelis, he's right. lobbing grenades at Tyler O'Neill for showing up with his gold. Newt Bar. Sorry, Newt Bar. You're right. I, I don't know who it is. And it was game three that it started to have a problem mm-hmm. with O'Neal and Marmol and how that whole situation was handled. So, you know, everyone thought that maybe that was just a three-game end of the season blimp. But it, is Marmol? That could be a bigger problem. Has he lost the locker room? We talked about with Coach Underwood a lot in that Illinois team. A little bit. Has he? And, you know, last week he mentioned that, you know, every decision that any manager makes mm-hmm. is going to be overanalyzed. And when they don't work, it's going to get even more. And it just seems like all the moves that he's made definitely hasn't helped his case. So, And is it a case of stepping into, because this is his, what, second year? Mm-hmm. Full year? Yeah. Last year that team was kind of already built to win. It was mm. just kind of plug and play. Yeah. This team is not that. Yeah. And even if you remember, you know, Mike Matheny, he was he was very successful in his yep. first three years. Yep. I mean, he went to the – I think he went to the World Series in his second season or yep. at least the NLCS in his first season. So – and then we saw what he became. Yep. And know what – he's not a great manager uh, there, what he ended up being. So – uh, yeah. Be- because you look at it, Travis, and I'm looking at the numbers here. Cardinals, 108 runs scored, 115 runs against. Those aren't horrible numbers. It's only a minus seven differential. 108 is, you know, more than, than some of, you know, it's not going to win you a division, but it's more than the Phillies. It's more than the Marlins, um, who are 500 right now. Um, the runs against 115 is a, a little high. I'll give you that. But um, the Dodgers are at 109. So it's not like it's totally out of the, you know. But there's definitely something there to where both sides of the ball are not doing what they need to do. And three errors last night. Travis, this is a team that prides itself on gold Defense, yeah. And three errors. That's not going to get it done because the Cardinals pitching staff – from top to bottom, would you not say 
ground ball pitchers. They rely on that defense to bail them out a lot. They're not going to overpower and strike out 10 guys. There's not a single person, I think, in that bullpen who's going to strike out a double-digit batter. Helsley. Maybe, but he's only in there for an inning. Yeah. A lot of them are ground ball pitchers who rely on that gold glove defense to do what it needs to do. Yeah, and I, uh, three errors, two of them came in that same play with yep. uh, Contreras trying to throw out that runner at second and then Carlson uh, overrunning or uh, just misplaying the ball uh, there that led to a run and then Edmonds um, error there. Which we talked about that with Contreras. He is known for being a little wild with his throws. He's that. I mean, he did that in Chicago. Right. You accept that because of the offense he'll give you. Mm-hmm. If he's not giving you that offense, you get a little upset about it. And I just feel like when it rains, it pours. They can't do anything right right now. Yep. So every little thing is going to be uh, it scrutinized. Looks ten times bigger. Yep. 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 For sure. Uh, but I, I like you said, said there uh, at some point with uh, how well the Brewers have been playing, how well the Pirates. Uh, have been playing, so uh, that kind of makes things look worse. Yeah, in St. And, Louis as well, and the Cubs. Yeah, you know, don't don't. They could just the put Cubs. they could just put together some wins. They've been playing decent. I know that they won last night. They did, but I mean, eh, the other night they probably gave that game away yeah. to the Dodgers. Travis, they lead the NL in run differential. They're plus forty five hmm. in run differential. Well, and let's remember they did play the A's. Yeah, that's true. A couple of series that's ago, true. so just throwing that out that's there true. Uh, as well. That. And uh, mentioned that Adam Wainwright hit his uh, second rehab start. Not exactly impressive numbers. Uh, four and a third inning, give up seven hits. That's not great. Three earned runs, one walk, one K. He threw seventy-four pitches. Fifty-two pitches were strikes uh, there, and that was uh, one of the reports from Katie Wu. Um, a beat writer for the uh, Cardinals there. And even Wainwright uh, ended up responding uh, to that uh, tweet about that. And he said, looking forward to proving every last one of you underneath this wrong. Thanks for the motivation. There's a balance. Read the comments and get depressed or read the comments and uh, put your best foot forward there. So he's going to use the Twitter haters as motivation, I guess. I mean, he, I, he's got to. <laughs> So maybe reinforcements will be uh, coming shortly, but uh, the Cardinals will try to get back on a track, and that game's uh, still the same time tonight, so uh, run it back from the previous two instances. A 7.50 pregame show start here on 98.9, and Steven Matz is going to try to win a, a game in this series, and Di Sclafani is the pitcher for the G-Men this evening in San Francisco for game three of four. It's a, uh, yeah, it's an afternoon game uh, on Thursday. So uh, we'll see, and we'll uh, see later on in the show. We'll hit up on uh, some more Major League Baseball from uh, last night as Rays get shut out, Pirates end up falling, and Twins taking a series from the Yankees for the first time in a long time. And the Cubbies pulling off a win 
against the Padres and uh, serenading Fernando Tatis Jr. in oh, the yes. outfield there beautiful. as well. That was uh, nice there. We'll take a look at coming up here above. Uh, right now, we got to take a look at some local baseball and uh, softball coming up next here on the starting lineup. The starting lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios. We'll be right back. If you served in the Vietnam, Gulf War, or post-9-11 eras, you may be eligible for expanded VA benefits. A new law, known as the PACT Act, provides disability compensation, health care, free toxic exposure screenings, and more to veterans who were exposed to toxins during their military service. You can submit a claim for your PACT Act-related benefits now. Claims received by August 10, 2023 may be paid back to August 10, 2022. Visit va.gov forward slash PACT to learn more and file your claim. Show her how much she means to you this Mother's Day. Join the Mother's Day extravaganza and stop by our participating sponsors to win over $350 in prizes to be given away just in time for Mother's Day. Stop by Rouse Jewelry, John Boo's Factory Showroom and Outlet, Heartland Landscaping, Jordan Mahan Country Financial, Behold Aesthetics and Wellness Center, Barlow Lock and Security, and Shallard Sewing Center. One qualifier will be chosen from each location, and one winner will be announced Wednesday, May 10th. So stop by all locations to increase your chances of winning. Brought to you by Rouse Jewelry, John Boo's Factory Showroom and Outlet, Heartland Landscaping, Jordan Mahan Country Financial, Behold Aesthetics and Wellness Center, Barlow Lock and Security, Charlotte Sewing Center, and Cromwell Media Group in Effingham. Paid actor, not a real customer. Quote based on a healthy, non-smoking, 44-year-old male with a 20-year term policy. Rates may vary. Welcome to Ethos, a new kind of insurance company that believes life insurance should be hassle-free, affordable, and accessible for everyone. For around a dollar a day, I got a 20-year, $250,000 term life insurance policy without a medical exam. All I had to do was answer a few health questions and snap, family protected. It was quick and easy. Ethos is 100% online. I got a quote in seconds, applied in minutes, and got coverage in hours. Just answer a few health questions. No medical exam, no blood tests, no hassle. Look, nobody wants to plan for the unthinkable, but it would be so much worse to not plan at all. So don't put it off. It feels great having the peace of mind knowing that my family is protected. Ethos, the 100% online hassle-free way to get affordable life insurance. Don't wait. Get your free online quote now at ethoslife.com. That's E-T-H-O-S life.com. Discover credit cards automatically double all the cash back you earn at the end of your first year, which means... Wait, wait, wait. Hold up. Question for the audio engineer. Go ahead. Did I read that right? Discover automatically doubles all your cash back? Yeah, that's what the script says. So if I get a Discover card right now, I can earn twice the cash back. Apparently. Wait! Unlimited first-year cash back match. Only from Discover. See terms and learn more at discover.com slash match. Lanny went to college and racked up huge debt. A little bit over $100,000. For a degree he couldn't use? Now what? I had a friend that went to my computer career and they talked to me about it. He was done in just months. I did do it online. They even helped him get hired immediately after graduation. One of the things I love about IT is that you can work from anywhere you want. You could become an IT pro in just months with zero experience at My Computer Career. It worked for me and I know it can work for you. It's not rocket science. It's mycomputercareer.edu. And now, Illinois, they won barely 
And I, I had to laugh because after the game, Mr. C.J. Frederick for Iowa started crying. He's never been played like that before defensively. He just couldn't get open. They were grabbing him all game. He was fouled on every possession. They just wouldn't let me get open. The starting lineup. Start the crybaby sound effect. (laughs) Illinois wouldn't let him open. He was crying after the game. On 98.9 The Game. CJ Frederick. Get out of my gym. Welcome to the Big Ten, fella. Welcome back in to the start of lineup here on a 98.9. Travis Sparks here, Eric Fry as well. Ran through a Cardinal baseball from last night. We'll get to MLB, the rest of it coming up here in a little bit. But let's take a look at some local high school baseball and a softball action from yesterday. And let's start off with the NTC in baseball. And it was Altamonte getting the win over Christ Rock Lutheran 11 to nothing. A great, great pitching performance there by Robbins, only hosting Christ Rock to one hit in the mm-hmm. game. Altamonte, they got a five in the first to get things started and a four more in the third of the crooked numbers there as it was a five-inning affair. Jared Hammer, three for three with four RBIs in the contest. I also had two RBIs from Phillips, Cornette, and uh, Shepard, and Eli Miller picking up RBIs. And also a home run that uh, rumor has it hasn't landed yet from uh, Caden Miller. Just uh, crushed the ball there for his RBI there in the Altamont win. It was a St. Anthony picking up the win over Tolono Unity by the final of a 4-2-3. As it was a walk-off single, completed the comeback there for St. Anthony. They picked up three in the bottom of the seventh to walk it off there. And Larson picks up the walk-off single there and RBI there as Jansen ends up winning it for uh, the Bulldogs on the mound. He went the distance all seven innings, allowing three runs on three hits and striking out nine batters. And also uh, uh, Levitt had two RBIs to uh, lead the Bulldogs attack offensively, and Repke was the other RBI for St. Anthony. So walk-off victory for the uh, Bulldogs yesterday. It was a Cumberland getting the win over Brownstown at St. Elmo in eight innings. So seven innings, not enough to decide this one. Uh, Cumberland won it four to three, but they got the party started early. They got three in the top of the first, but Brownstown picks up two in the uh, second. And uh, they ended up tying it there in the uh, sixth inning there, did Brownstown. But then one in the eighth gives Cumberland the win. Uh, Jones picks up the win in relief for the Pirates. He goes two in a third inning and uh, not allowing a run or hit and striking out two batters. And Atwood takes the loss in relief. He went three innings, giving up a run and a strike out three batters there as well. And Atwood also paced the attack for Brownstown as he had a triple and a three 
RBIs, nice. but uh, Cumberland picking up the extra inning win there yesterday. It was North Clay getting a win over Windsor. Stu Straws by the final of 8-2. to two. North Clay picked up one run in the bottom of the first, and then Windsor tied it there in the uh, fifth inning. But then in the bottom half of that fifth inning, an offensive explosion by North Clay, six runs there, and they also picked up an insurance run in the following inning. But they only needed... They only needed those six runs. They were good there. Yeah. Uh, Booze, he picked up the win on the amount. He went four and two-thirds innings, allowing six hits and a couple of walks as well. Offensively, uh, North Clay, uh, they had uh, three RBIs there from Fleener. He sent one over the fence. And uh, Booze uh, had two RBIs. And Walden had a home run and two RBIs as well. And Widener picked up the other RBI for North Clay. Uh, Rinker takes the loss on the mound for the uh, Hatchets, and uh, only RBI is credited to uh, Cheney there in the uh, loss. And it was uh, Nioga getting the win over Arcola by a close score, 3-1, to one, as uh, Nioga picked up one run in the second and two more in the third, and they would go on to win. Reynolds, he gets the win on the mound for the Indians. He goes all seven innings, giving up one run on five hits and striking out 11 batters. Uh, Stazak gets credited for the RBI for Nioga. And it was also a Dietrich picking up the win over Casey Westfield by the final of a 7-2-6 here. As uh, scored early and often runs for Dietrich. They picked up two in the first and three more in the uh, second. And uh, they would uh, score the uh, go-ahead run there in the uh, sixth inning to get the win. Uh, Ashley gets the uh, win on the mound of four the uh, Maroons. He goes three in the third innings in relief and only gives up one hit. And also one strikeout there as well. Funiman and Hardick and Ashley gets credited for RBIs for the uh, Maroons there. And it looks like Parcel, Wilson, and Malding had RBIs for the Warriors there. It was Newton picking up the win over Totopolis. So by the final of a 15-2-3, so runs came uh, plenty early and late as well. Newton picked up four in the first, five in the fifth, and four more in the uh, sixth. And that was all that they needed, six innings to complete this one. Topless did pick up runs in the bottom of the first and bottom of the uh, fourth, but they got three runs off those uh, three hits. Uh, Meinhardt gets the win for the Eagles. He went six innings, giving up three hits and strikeout nine. And Niebergi gets hit with the loss. As he goes three innings, giving up six hits, six runs, four walks, and a couple of uh, strikeouts uh, there. Uh, Ferguson uh, paced the attack for the Eagles offensively. He was a three for three and a couple walks as well. So he scored on every single plate appearance that he had, and he had three RBIs as well. Flowers drove in two runs as well. Mahaffey, Reach, Reynolds, and Harris pick up other RBIs for the Eagles, and we only had one accredited RBI for the Shoes, and that went to Craig behind the plate there. And it was also a Paris picking up the win over o- Arthur Ocock Christian, 14-5. Lawrenceville over North Knox, 11-5. 
Morton over Lincoln, a 7-2-1. It was Muhammad Seymour getting the win over Centennial, 10-2-0. And just another day at the ballpark for Mr. Blake Walters. Therefore, Muhammad Seymour, he throws a six-inning no-hitter, and he struck out 14 batters as well. So, you know, not too bad of a performance when you have some scouts in attendance yep. and you throw a no-hitter and 14 Ks there for like Mr. Walters. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, big congratulations for another no-hitter mm-hmm. there for him. It was Fisher getting the win over Sarah Gordo, 18 at eight. It was Shelbyville picking up the win over CHBC by the final of 8-1 to one as Shelbyville basically scored every inning except for the third and the uh, seventh. They put up a crooked number, four in the sixth for the Rams. Fox gets the win on the mound, and a CHBC's lone run came in the third. Uh, Wojcik, he gets the loss on the mound for the Bobcats, and Radloff takes the loss, or had the uh, lone RBI for CHBC as well. South Central Conference, it was Vandalia over Pena, 15-5. Staunton defeated Hillsborough, 16-4. Pius Oliver, North Max, 6-5. And Gillespie over Carlinville, 6-5 as well. In softball action, we had FEM defeat Altamont, a 14-2-0. So they get the win by two touchdowns there as FEM is victorious. And they also throw a perfect game as well. And it was a, a six or five inning uh, perfect game. Uh, but Armstrong is credited for that. She struck out 11 batters and didn't allow anything else. And uh, FEM put up crooked numbers five in the uh, first and nine in the uh, fourth uh, there. Uh, offensively, uh, Armstrong led the way. She had three RBIs as well, so great day for her. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jameson picked up an RBI. Beal, Harvey, uh, both Harveys picked up RBIs uh, there in the win. It was uh, St. Anthony getting the win over Tolono Unity, a 6-2-5. As St. Anthony with the uh, comeback uh, there as they put up five in the top of the uh, seventh. Tolono did try to come back as they picked up two in the seventh um, as well. But uh, actually, this one went eight innings, actually. So uh, if I could count, uh, eight-inning affair there for Santhony and Tolono and Bulldogs getting the win. Uh, Keebler, she goes, uh, gets the win in the circle as she throws six innings in relief there and struck out five. Offensively, uh, Cameron Rios had two RBIs and a home run. Uh, Sydney Keebler had an RBI, Faber had an RBI, Wormsing and Hatton had a home run and two RBIs as well. And it was Dietrich getting the win over CHBC 11-1, only two hits in this one for CHBC. Uh, Craig uh, goes all five innings uh, here and she allows those uh, two hits and uh, three strikeouts. And uh, Dietrich, offensively, Jansen had two RBIs. So did uh, Faller have two RBIs as well to pace the Maroons' attack. It was Marshall over Tatopoulos, 14-2-3. As Tatopoulos there, runs was sprinkled in there, one in the first, also uh, one in the fourth, and one in uh, the sixth, as well as Marshall puts up six in the, both the fifth and sixth inning to make this a six-inning affair. Uh, Gibson, she takes the loss in the circle uh, for the uh, shoes. 
they had RBIs sprinkled in from uh, Conkle, Sarchet, and Geckner as well. And uh, just a bunch of RBIs there for mm-hmm. uh, Marshall, obviously. It was Newton getting the uh, narrow win over Mount Carmel, 6-2-3. Uh, and Mount Carmel tried to stage a late comeback there, but Newton holds on. And Coker gets the win in the circle of Frichtel. She has uh, three RBIs to pace the way for Newton in the win. Lawrenceville over North Knox, 11-6. Paris over Hoopston, 15-9. Muhammad over Normal, 6-5. Lincoln over Bloomington, 11-3. Argento over Clinton, 11-9. Villa Grove over Tuscola, 6-4. Lincoln Prairie, it was Mattoon over Arthur Lovington. Atwood Hammond by a field goal, 19-2-6 was the final there. Offense. A plenty. Yes, big thumbs up there. Fisher over Saragoto, 15-0. Arcola over Georgetown Ridge Farm, 6-2. South Central Conference, it was Payne over Vandalia, 18-8. Staunton over Hillsborough, 15-2. Piasol over North Mac, 3-2. Gillespie over Carlinville, 6-4. Litchfield over Greenville, 10-9. And that was it from yesterday. Uh, we got the schedule for today. You got Charleston at Altamont. Windsor's two straws at St. Anthony. Little Illini, Cumberland hosting Marshall, Mount Carmel at Carmine White County, Oakwood at Paris, Olney at Flora, Apollo, you got South Central hosting FEM, Robinson at Mattoon, Pleasant Plains at Mount Zion, Blue Ridge at Heritage, Tuscola at Clinton, Shelbyville at Sullivan, Macon Meridian hosting Warrensburg Latham, Decatur LSA, or Decatur St. Teresa is at Central AM. Uh, yeah, so in a softball, you got Chrysler Rock at South Central, Cumberland hosting Marshall, Robinson at Charleston, Muhammad at Casey, Apollo Mount Zion hosting Pleasant Plains, Lincoln at Pinkin. I uh, also got Tuscola at Clinton, Shelbyville at Sullivan, uh, Central NM hosting St. T, Villa Grove at Fisher, Tri County at Heritage, and Blue Ridge hosting Colin Tri Point, and in the South Central, Staunton at North Green, Gillespie at Carlinville, Bunker Hill. At Greenville, all action coming up for you today, and you can find that on the website. Just click on our local sports tab there and find out all the results in the schedule. And Travis, we are a week away from having brackets, and we are two and a half weeks away from the start of regional play. Really? Yes, we are that close to regional play starting May fifteenth. Is the start of regional play? So, get ready. Be here before you know it. Yeah. We're closing in, and a week from today, we'll be talking about who everyone is playing in the postseason. Hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So we're a couple of weeks away from the city series as well. Yes, we are. Yes. Yes. About yes. two weeks away yep. from starting. Hmm. Very nice. Yes. So, uh, just as soon as baseball season gets here, it'll be over. It's over, and. Yep. It's going to get over just in time for it to get warm. That's Everybody, right. That's just beautiful, is it not? <laughs> All right. So let's uh, step away and uh, let's hit up on uh, some uh, playoffs from uh, last night and uh, talk about uh, the NBA coming up here on the starting lineup. The starting lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios. We'll be right back. In 2020, Illinois had 270 motor vehicle accidents involving farm tractors or farm equipment. 
Five of these resulted in a fatality. Hello, this is your Effingham County Sheriff Paul Coons. As we begin to see warm spring weather, farmers will be in the fields. As you go about your daily travels, remember, it only takes moments to overtake a farm tractor while you are traveling at highway speeds. Slow down and approach with caution when you meet a farm implement. Let's have a safe spring and consider the life you save could be your own. You can't see the future, but you can prepare for it. With the universal life policy from Pekin Life Insurance Company, you'll have guaranteed death benefit protection with the potential to build significant cash value for later years. Request a free quote for universal life insurance at PekinInsurance.com and in Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. Imagine the possibilities with the Topless State Bank. This is Justin Naders. If you're buying a home, see us to get pre-qualified. When you're pre-qualified, the seller knows you mean business, and that can save you thousands. If you're building a new home, we'll help you get started with a construction loan customized just for you. Ask around. Talk to your friends. You'll see why so many homes start with a little help from Teutopolis State Bank. In Teutopolis, Sigel, and Effingham. Equal housing lender and member FDIC. And now, the starting lineup. It's a post-weekend, so we got to give you the top three moments from the sports weekend. I'm boycotting. I mean... I am boycotting. It's like, oh, well, I might have to do the top three without the, the music here today. <laughs> I press spacebar so many and times. And now, it's time for the top three. And just, it's a Monday, I guess. On 98.9 The Game. Eric Fry Sports Center update. St. Louis City SC is moving on in the U.S. Open Cup. City pummeled Union Omaha 5-1 in the third round of the tournament at City Park yesterday as now St. Louis will return to MLS play against Portland on Saturday. Another club news, City lone striker Samuel Adnan to San Antonio FC yesterday. Speaking of soccer, Chicago Fire FC hosts Chicago House in the third round of the U.S. Open Cup at SeatGeek Stadium today. Tournament, of course, pits clubs from multiple soccer leagues in the United States against one another. Today's result won't have any effect on Chicago's place in the MLS standing. The Notre Dame Fighting Irish could be losing one of their quarterbacks. Tyler Buckner announced yesterday that he is entering the transfer portal, although he added that he could return to Notre Dame if he doesn't like his options. Buckner completed just over 55% of his passes for 651 yards, three touchdowns, and five picks last season. The Colts are confident. Their plans for this week's draft have remained under wraps. General Manager Chris Ballard said their information, quote, is staying in-house, end quote. Despite the rumors surrounding the team, Ballard did admit that they are very open with the information in terms of the processes and everyone in the room knowing what is going on. The first round of the draft begins Thursday night, and the Colts currently hold the fourth overall pick and matches Pablo Bonchero, named Rookie of the Year for the NBA. Welcome back in to the starting lineup. Travis Marks here, Eric Fry there with the uh, Sports Center hits as Bancharo from Duke yes. winning the uh, overwhelming, of the year. I believe. Yeah, you may have been close to unanimous. If not I mean, unanimous. yeah, I can't think of very many rookies this year that made uh, an impact, really. Uh, but let me see here. Uh, runners up were. Do, 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 do. Scrolling. Uh, 
Oklahoma City forward Jalen Williams and Utah Jazz center Walker Kessler. Mm, household names right there. Yes. Manchero averaged 20 points per game and six and a half rebounds. So. Well, somebody's got to do it on Orlando. That's right. So... I guess there's that. All right, so uh, the uh, uh, let's talk about the teams that did make it to the uh, playoffs because the Magic, they did not. As uh, Two series came to a close last night as the uh, Nuggets, they finished off the uh, Timberwolves 112-109. to Jokic goes off for a triple-double. He had 28 points, 17 rebounds, 12 assists, and also him and Jamal Murray combined for 63 because Jamal Murray had 35 in the game as Denver ends the T-Wolf season and are moving on. As expected. Yeah. I don't think you, I don't think there's any shock here. Right. I think we said the other day that we Timberwolves would get one. Yep. They got their one. Yep. Then bowed out. Yep. So that, that was the end. I'll start the off season there. A little early. Uh, the uh, Suns also ended the uh, season of the uh, Clippers as they won at 136-130. to 130. Devin Booker goes off for 47 in the win last night and sends the uh, Clippers into the offseason there. Yeah, and of course the big Clippers news this morning about Kawhi, torn meniscus. Right, he hadn't played in the last three games mm-hmm. and he was just diagnosed with that today yep so so his uh season for next year could be in jeopardy a little bit yeah and i was w- watching first take a little bit this morning and it was kind of uh we always talk about the disaster that the nets have been with Kyrie and uh duran and how they were never on the same floor either well paul george and uh, Kawhi, yep. they haven't been on the floor for a majority of their tenure in the clippers so that hasn't really worked out nope and what they were hoping for there and so clippers are done so these two teams will match up in the next round it's the Nuggets and the Suns in the semis. So that should be an intriguing series with mm-hmm. Booker, Durant going up against uh, Jokic and the company. Yep. There. And the Celtics, they had an opportunity to end the season of the Hawks. Well, they couldn't get it done as uh, Trey Young had other plans. Ice cold, shrugging his shoulders there as he hits the big shot and wins it for Atlanta. And they survive elimination for at least one more game. Yep. They win one nineteen and two one seventeen over Boston last night. So big win. Trey Young going for thirty eight points. You say big win of for Atlanta, mm-hmm. but now we have a problem on our hands, Eric. What's that? The arena is double booked for Game Six. Double booked. Double booked. With what? A Janet Jackson concert. Was supposed to be well, at we can't the Atlanta have Arena. Jackson perform at the halftime of the Sorry. Hawks game. <laughs> Sorry, uh, but State Farm Center or whatever, State Farm Arena, yes. double booked. Oh, man. Didn't anticipate Atlanta making, making, it a, making a strong run in the playoffs, but we're double booked. So. Oh, well, now what are we going to do? <laughs> I, I haven't heard what, what their Janice plans out are. Of here. <laughs> Get out of here, Janice. Uh, well, Atlanta survives. The game six, we'll have to you postpone that Janet. <laughs> Janet Jackson concert. Uh, games going on uh, tonight. We got uh, two games on NBA TV. What are we doing here, folks? I guess we got other 
uh, plans on other networks, I guess. Yeah. We could have them on. Maybe. But, uh, NBA TV, got the Knicks, Cavs in game five. The Knicks one game away from advancing. And the Heat are also one game away from advancing as the eighth seed. They'll take on Milwaukee. 6 o'clock and 8.30 for those two games. And then the two games on TNT almost uh, simultaneously. Uh, the Lakers are in Memphis. The Lakers can finish off Dylan Brooks. And the Grizzlies put them out of their misery. Yes, and please. game five, series tied with the Warriors and Kings as the series shifts back to Sacramento. So Sacramento will... Uh, go back to San Francisco with a three to two lead, and Darren Fox will play. Yeah, he's gonna even battle. with the broken finger. Yeah, he's gonna battle through it. Yep. So, definitely good news there for uh, the uh, Kings. Yep. All right, uh, so uh, that was what happened in the NBA playoffs. As we still have enough time to uh, get to the NHL Stanley Cup playoffs from uh, last night, and uh, that's uh, coming up next here on the starting lineup to close it out. The starting lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios will be right back. Spring in to save with our latest price drops at Rule King. Take $3 off five quarts of Providence motor oil, various weights, now just $14.99. Plus, get a new Husqvarna zero-turn mower for your lawn and get a $250 gift card for you. And save $10 on 5-in-1 weed and feed fertilizer, now just $49.99 a bag. Save on these items and more at RuralKing.com or your neighborhood Rural King, America's farm and home store. For more than a century, AM radio has evolved to meet the needs of our community. In their car, at home, or on the job, more than 80 million listeners depend on AM radio each month. AM radio is also the backbone of the emergency alert system, which keeps us safe in dangerous times. It's reliable, free, and public safety depends on it. Text AM to 52886 and tell Congress we need AM radio in cars. This message furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters. And now. You go from 72 in a sunny in Atlanta and then uh, 48 degrees in Minnesota uh, for this one They're with indoors, the Tigers. Okay. They're not indoors. Oh, not anymore. Never mind. <laughs> that has long since been imploded. The starting lineup. Uh, and it's also a Shohei Otani day as yep. he's on the mound against the Guardians. We'll be uh, looking in on a Shohei yep. uh, later Shohei, in the night. Shohei, 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 I'm not sure. I'm not sure what that was. It's a chant that they do at like soccer games. Ole, 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 but you kind of were off a little bit. I there. was trying to fit Shohei in there, but it's very hard. It doesn't uh, quite go with the beat. No. I tried, though. It really doesn't. You, you tried. Another team that tried last night was the Hawks. On 98.9 The Game. Shohei, 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 Welcome back in to the uh, starting lineup here on a 98.9 ESPN Radio. Then have some Illinois news coming up in the uh, pod. And also, uh, for some reason, they announced the, uh, not really the schedule for basketball next season, but we know the opponents for the home, who's going to go home and home, and who's just going to be playing home and away. Stuff like that. So, 
I guess we can get to that in the uh, pod with the NBA draft coming up shortly, the NFL draft coming up shortly as well with our guy. See how far Devin Witherspoon uh, will go, how high he will go in the draft, of course, with uh, Coach Bielema there in attendance with him. So uh, looking forward to that for him. So uh, we'll talk more about the NFL draft uh, tomorrow. But let's close out uh, hitting up on the NHL Stanley Cup playoffs from last night. Uh, the Islanders, they survive as uh, they survive one more game and they force a game six back in New Jersey as they win over Carolina last night. A 3-2-2 two, two as... Hey, Islanders stay alive for at least one more game. Mm-hmm. Dallas, uh, they uh, take the 3-2 to two series lead with a, a shutout of the Wild 4 to a nothing. Jake Ottner, he gets the first shutout of the NHL playoffs. That's right. As I, I know we're only one round, but uh, first shutout of the playoffs goes to Dallas and 4 to nothing, And I'll go to game six there. I believe that series will shift back to Dallas. Maybe they're wearing the white jerseys last yeah. night in the highlights. So, uh, and it was Edmonton getting the win over the uh, Kings, and uh, they a lot of goals scored in the first period, total of five, and Edmonton ended up winning this one, a six to three. Saw one of the highlights that Heyman, the uh, hero from the other night in o- OT, he took one off the face, Ow. and he scored a goal off it. So. Pretty good, right? I, I guess that works. <laughs> a little high shot came up off the ice and got him in the face. And he's a hockey player, so of course he stayed in the game and finished the game as well. And Edmonton a step closer to eliminating the Kings for the second year in a row. There, we'll see what happens in game six. I believe that game's in back in LA. There. Game's going on uh, tonight. You got the uh, Bruins. They try to uh, finish off the uh, Panthers. They're in uh, Boston uh, this evening. And uh, the uh, Kraken and Avalanche with the series tied at two. So crucial game five. They're in uh, Colorado. And uh, both these games will be on ESPN uh, tonight. And uh, Avalanche, they will uh, be without the services of one of their better players, their star defenseman, uh, Kale McCarr, as he's been suspended for this game, as uh, that was that hit in the uh, game the other night that yep. injured uh, Jared McCann for uh, Seattle. So he gets suspended for this next game. So we'll see what Colorado does on, without the services of one of their, well, one of their, the best defender there for them and maybe uh, the best defender in all of hockey uh, there. So uh, pivotal game of five uh, tonight. Can the uh, Kraken pull it off and take the lead back yes, to they us? Can, Travis. Seattle. I believe it. I believe and it. that game will be on Friday. will be a game six there. So... Uh, I believe a series will be over tonight, and I believe that Boston will get it done yep. and advance on. And uh, they'll end the season of the Panthers uh, tonight, but we'll have to see. Uh, pivotal game of five, uh, yeah, five games uh, tomorrow. Uh, Lightning, Maple Leafs, Rangers, Devils, Jets, Knights on a Thursday. 
looking forward to uh, those games. All pivotal game fives uh, there. So uh, we'll talk more uh, MLB uh, coming up in uh, the uh, pod and also a uh, this uh, date in uh, sports history coming up for you as well. So stay tuned. Stick around for that and that Atlanta news that I was alluding to uh, there. So uh, we'll catch you in the pod. But coming up next here on Fitz and Harry, uh, coming up here on ESPN Radio is Fitz Fitz and Harry. Harry. I'm sure they'll have stuff to say about the Aaron Rodgers news conference that's going to be happening or has happened. I don't know when it has happened, but I'm sure they'll have stuff to say about that coming up here on ESPN Radio. So enjoy. Thanks for listening to the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. Welcome in to overtime of the uh, podcast, overtime of the uh, starting lineup. Coming up here, we got uh, this date in uh, sports history. We got uh, rest of Major League Baseball. Mm-hmm. We talked a lot about the Cardinals, but didn't get a lot to anything else. So yep. uh, we'll hit up on that. We'll recap Dinger Tuesday as well. I can recap that real quick. <laughs> and uh, my Illini news and the notes that I wanted to uh, get to. Uh, coming up as well. But first, before we get to any of that, is there anything on Sports Center that you wanted to clean up? Yeah, let's clean up some things from Sports Center. Uh, we already talked about uh, De'Aaron Fox planning to play. The 76ers are hoping their star center can play through a knee injury. ESPN reports that Joel Embiid had a sprained LCL in his right knee. The All-Star fell awkwardly during Game 3 win against the Nets in the opening round playoff series in Brooklyn. He was held out for Game 4 and the Sixers went on to sweep Brooklyn. Keith Pompey with the Philadelphia Inquirer reports that Embiid could wear a brace on his knee going forward. Head coach Doc Rivers recently said the star player is 50-50 for the conference semifinals. Travis, they don't have Joel. That's a bad-looking team, but hopefully they can get uh, some rest because they got the sweep. I was going to say, yeah, they have a few extra days to uh, be able to rest them. The Jets' front office is celebrating the acquisition of their new starting quarterback. General Manager Joe Douglas called the addition of Aaron Rodgers, quote, a historic trade for this franchise, end quote. The Jets agreed to a deal that sends a 2023 second-round pick and a 2024 conditional second-rounder to Green Bay in exchange for Rodgers and a swap of first-round picks in this week's draft. Douglas would not confirm if the 39-year-old will attend voluntary workouts in the offseason. New York will introduce Rodgers in a press conference later this afternoon, as we talked about. The Panthers know who they will be taking first overall on Thursday's draft. Panthers head coach Frank Wright told the media that he and general manager Scott Fitter, quote, have a consensus and we are excited, end quote. Carolina traded two first-round picks, two second-round picks, and wide receiver DJ Moore to the Chicago Bears to secure the number one selection earlier this offseason. Panthers have met privately with top quarterback prospects Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, Will Levis, and Anthony Richardson during the pre-draft process. So they know. They know who it's going to be. Yeah, and according to some uh, Reddit. Yeah, I saw that. Rumor, and, and you know. Will Levis. Will Levis thinks he's going number one yeah. overall. He's telling people that. Uh-huh. <laughs> mm-hmm. So his, like, odds of being the number one pick have, like, shot up right. due to some of these rumors. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see if it happens. Yes. 
Uh, the Bengals are keeping their star quarterback for at least another year. As the team announced on Tuesday, it's picking up Joe Burrow's fifth-year option, which will pay the quarterback nearly $30 million for the 2024 season. Cincinnati is still trying to work out a long-term deal for Burrow. Cincinnati released a statement which read, quote, This is a mechanical step along the way, and we will continue to work with Joe and his representatives to secure his long-term future. On that fifth-year option note, I heard that Chase Young for the Commanders uh, did not get his option picked up. So he is slated to become a free agent after this season, Travis. Hmm. It's a pretty good defensive uh, playmaker there. That's uh, pretty good one out there. Yeah. And finally, Justin Verlander's Mets debut is just around the corner. The veteran right-hander said he expects to return to the team after making one scheduled rehab start on Friday. Manager Buck Showalter would not confirm which Mets affiliate Verlander will join. If Verlander is able to get through his rehab start, which is expected to last three to four innings, his next appearance would be May 3rd against the Tigers. 40-year-old has been on the injured list since the end of spring training with a low-grade Terra's major strain. And that's Sports Center. Mm. Mm. Uh, good old Terra's major. Yeah, it would be uh, kind of ironic. He is back to face the Tigers. It would be, wouldn't it? I mean, the Mets need him. They lost 5 to nothing to the yes. Nationals last night. Yep. Mm. All right, so uh, speaking of uh, Major League Baseball, let's uh, run it down from uh, last night. Uh, the Rockies, they won over the uh, Guardians 5-1. to one. Charlie Blackman, his 40th career leadoff home run, gets Colorado started, and they never look back. Mm-hmm. It was the Red Sox getting the win over Baltimore, 8-2-6. to two, uh, six. Jaron, uh, Jaron Duran's grand slam propels that win. Uh, Dodgers get a big three-run go-ahead home run uh, from Chris Taylor, and that completes the comeback there as the Dodgers win over the Pirates 8-7. And the Astros, they shut out the Rays. Yeah. 5 to a nothing 14-game home winning streak for the Rays is snapped yep. as well. Another streak comes to an end as well, their home run streak. Yep. So for, sorry, Tampa. Yeah, we jinxed you. We're sorry. <laughs> we both picked a Tampa Bay player for dingers. And we, uh, we knew that was doomed. We failed when we both yep. When we both picked players from you, Tampa. They can blame us. That's fine. Uh, we're sorry. Can take the heat. Or at least I am. I don't know how sorry Eric is. I mean, I'm, I'm kind of sorry. Kind of. Kind of. <laughs> uh, the Mariners, they beat the uh, Phillies 5-3. Uh, to three. Uh, Rangers, they beat the uh, – uh, or the Reds beat the Rangers 7-6. to uh, six. Uh, The Blue Jays, they shut out the uh, White Sox 7-2-0. Uh, uh, it was a uh, Barrios. as uh, a uh, season-high nine of strikeouts over seven innings of work. Also, Danny Jansen. Home rank twice, sixth straight loss for the White Sox. Uh, the Braves win over the Marlins, 7-4. Charlie Morton goes up seven uh, strong innings. Sazi Albies also home rank twice. Uh, the Tigers getting the win over the Brewers, a 4-3. The uh, Cubbies getting the uh, shutout win of the Padres, a 6-0. Uh, Justin Steele, yes. strong performance, 4-0. To start the season, 1.19 ERA. Travis, he has a sub-2 sub ERA since the All-Star break last year. Hmm. 
Yeah. That leads all active pitchers only in giving that up, time frame. Only giving up three hits. Yeah. However, I did want to complain about something and, and uh-huh. about this Cubs game. First of all, uh, the fans who are picked up on mic, don't be screaming things if you're sitting right behind home plate. The microphones will pick you up. Uh, the, the Giants game was bad last mm-hmm. night, too. Mm-hmm. And thing two, 68,000 people there. Come on. Come on. Or 68%, I'm sorry. Uh, of, to capacity. This Cubs team's good. Like, I get it when when we were trying to stink. But this team's not half bad. Mm-hmm. And I know people mm-hmm. say it's a Tuesday night game. Yeah. I'll use I'll let you use that this one time, but mm-hmm. show up. Yeah, it's it's hard to show up every night. Well, they need to when they're playing good. <laughs> when when the front office was putting nobody out there that anyone cared about the second half of last season, that's when you can no show. That's when I want to see empty seats everywhere. Not when this team is a couple of, what are they, four games above 500, two games out of the division lead, and like I said, the NL best run differential. Yeah. And facing the Padres as well. It's right. a nice little matchup to uh, go see. And That's uh, the only time you're going to see him this year. Yeah. Because of the scheduling. Mm. I guess that's a good point, valid point. And uh, they had their only chance, and the people that did show up, the rowdy ones out in the outfield, the bleachers, they uh, serenaded Fernando Tatis Jr. out there with a little steroids chant. He's on steroids Mm -hmm. chant, and the only thing you can do there is dance your way through it. And that's exactly what Tatis Jr. did last night. We actually couldn't hit anything. (laughs) And dancing. Out there through the uh, One through the for chance. four with two Ks. Yeah, it's not so easy hitting major league pitching, right? Look at that! Look at that Padres offense, Travis. You got Tatis one eighty two, Soto's batting one eighty eight. He had two Ks last night. Machado's batting two thirteen. Mm-hmm. Xander's is luckily batting three thirty. But then you got Kim who's batting one ninety seven. Nola's one forty five. And Grisham, 198. That is a lot of guys that are batting pretty low. <laughs> yeah. For this offense that was supposed to be one of the best baseball offenses ever put together. Hmm. Right? Didn't we see all that? Isn't that what we were, what the people were talking about? Hmm. A Something lot of them like I that. know. Yeah. About how this Padres team is going to be unstoppable. Oh, they got Xander and... Juan Soto and Machado and Tatis is coming back. Oh. Mm, I was trying to. Currently, they're minus 19 in a run differential. Just pointing that out. And they have the worst rec- or worse record than the Cubs and the Pirates. Mm. And the Diamondbacks. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. I know. The Diamondbacks have been doing great. Yeah, they're 13 and 12. Let's not say great. They're a game above 500, but. That's good for them. Exactly, good for them. I can't. I couldn't find. I can't find uh, Machado's comments here that he made about something about jumping on the bandwagon or something or yeah. something. I can't find it. Whatever, he can go away. But 
uh, Padre fans, maybe you should do exactly what uh, John Mozalek's telling the Cardinals organization fans. Yeah, patience. Be patient. Yeah. Patience. At least you have a decent team. Yeah. It's true. Uh, the uh, Twins, they did something in a long time. They win the uh, season series with the uh, Yankees. And uh, they won 6-2, to two, and they haven't beat the Yankees in a season series for 22 years. Wow. And uh, they mentioned that to Byron Buxton after the game, and he said, I was 6 the last time the Twins won the season he, series. Travis, I don't like that. <laughs> yeah, I know. No, no, no. There's lots of things I don't like about that. But I don't like that it is April and we're talking about someone winning a season series. Yeah. Like, how messed up is that? I know. That is. Don't like it. Yeah. I wonder if I can pull up the article. Um, Let's see. Uh, Manny Machado said about uh, jumping on the bandwagon. I'd rather this to happen now than down the road about the struggling uh, Padres off to a bad start. And for anyone who would read too much into 18 games, it's just don't jump on the bandwagon later when we're bleeping raking, raking, and we're not, and we're doing what we're supposed to be doing. So, all right, uh, be patient. And it's only 18 games, 19 games now. Yes, Manny Machado and your 220 average. <laughs> Just be patient. Just be patient. Just relax. Maybe you guys should be more patient at the plate, and you'd yeah, that's true. probably be doing a little bit better. That's fair. And the Angels, <laughs> they won over the A's of 5-3, to three, and the uh, uh, Royals also won over the Diamondbacks 5-4. to uh, four There. By the way, 10 Ks for Cubs pitching last night. Mm. Every pitcher who came in for Chicago, including Mark Leiter Jr., had a K. Oh, you know how that. I feel about Mark Leiter Jr. Yes, we do. So, uh, hey, the uh, Rangers and Reds are already off and running today. It's already going on. Red Sox, Orioles, White Sox, Blue Jays, Rockies, Guardians, Yankees, Twins. So, uh, they're already underway. Uh, Tigers, Brewers. Uh, the Royals, Diamondbacks later on. Uh, Dodgers continuing with Pittsburgh. See any pitching matchups of no Zach Galleon going up for the uh, D-backs. Uh, Freddie Peralta on the mound for Milwaukee. Um, let's see. Uh, Goslin going for the uh, Dodgers. Um, Mariners, Phillies. Gilbert versus Walker. Nationals, Mets. Singa going for New York. Uh, Alcantara going for the Marlins against the Braves. You got Michael Waka going Waka for the Waka. Padres tonight against Drew Smiley. Good performance last time out for him. But uh, facing Mike Olwaka, 2-1 this season, 7.08 ERA for Mr. Waka. Dang, <laughs> good. And the A's are back in L.A. Angels, Sandoval going tonight for the Angels. So, And uh, then, of course, the Cardinals and Giants as well. Yeah, over which you on, can hear over on 98. Over on 98.9, Matt's the Scalfani going pitching matchup tonight in uh, that one. And uh, Michaelis is going tomorrow with uh, Logan Webb. 
and uh, pose him there tomorrow. So, all right. Feel better that we've uh, closed the book yes. on Major League Baseball. Yes, I agree. All right, so uh, let's move on to uh, the uh, Illini and uh, move on to uh, some Illini discussions as uh, we know what the basketball team has uh, been through with the uh, transfer portal. Well, uh, Illinois football isn't safe from that either. As uh, I saw this morning that uh, Calvin Hart Jr., the uh, linebacker, of course he burst onto the scene there coming as a transfer he made an impact in that week zero game two years ago, and then he got injured in that game, and he started 10 of the 12 games this season, but I kind of got um, slowly phased out, and uh, other players got more snaps uh, than he did, and he also had a minor injury this spring to that knee that he injured in that week zero win. Well, he's going to enter the transfer portal, so... Mm-hmm. Uh, Illini losing a, a defender there, but yeah, unfortunately, just uh, didn't look at as explosive after that knee injury uh, that he had yeah. two years ago. So yeah, it's a uh, it's still a tough loss. Yeah, right. And uh, so that was the uh, transfer portal news from the uh, football team. Hey, we're not, or at least we're not like Colorado and losing eighteen people. Yes after a spring game so there's that uh speaking of the uh, portal in a uh, basketball we're adding to the women's team as uh, shauna green uh, lands a player from the transfer portal and we're still in players from duke that's how uh good the illinois women's team is now as we stole sophomore shea bolin from the uh, blue devils and she's got three years of eligibility left so uh, only a freshman this past uh, this season, so still got plenty of time uh, for her to come in and make a long-term impact with the uh, Illini uh, there. Duke had a successful season this year, 26-7, and seven, making the NCAA tournament, of course, and uh, uh, she didn't play a lot as a freshman, but uh, still, we're still, the thing that I'm reading into that, we're still in players from Duke, so that's a a good thing good on the women's program there and the basketball uh, schedule was uh, revealed yesterday of who we're going to face on the home and away schedule and who we only host at the state farm center this year and who we only travel to uh this year for the next uh, basketball season for at least the big 10 schedule perspective uh, next year, you can look forward to uh, seeing at a home and away a series with Iowa, Maryland, Michigan, Michigan State, Northwestern, Purdue, and Rutgers. There, only coming to the State Farm Center this season is Indiana, Minnesota, and Nebraska. Mm. Would have been nice to had two free wins against Minnesota and Nebraska. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess we'll only get one opportunity, and it'll be there in Champaign, and we're only traveling to Ohio State, Penn State. Thank goodness we'll only see Penn State once. Yep. And we'll also only see Wisconsin one time as well. So there you go. There you go. Already, we're already looking forward to the 2024 Big Ten schedule. Why not? Why, Why not? not? Get... Why not? We we don't know who we're gonna have playing these games, but 
Well, we know the schedule, at least. Yep. So, there you go. I know Eric counting down the days until Illinois basketball. Oh, comes, yeah. I can't wait to see this team. Comes back into our lives. Can't, can't wait to see this team of walk-ons and people. <laughs> and people. <laughs> people. Uh, all right. Again, so. I tell you, tell me someone to be excited about, Travis. Um, Sincere Harris. Is he for sure coming back? Yes. Okay. That's Luke one Goody. person. That's two people. Um, the transfer that just came in, uh, gear. Yeah, for his third different school. Yeah, that's okay. That's third okay. time's a charm. Third time's a charm, he says. Trying to trying to fit a square peg in a round hole. Yes. Maybe we'll find it and shape him into the player that he was always, always destined meant to be. Yes. To be. yes. You get it. Yeah, yeah. You get it. So, all right. So, that's what I had uh, from uh, the uh, Illini news front. Mm-hmm. So, uh, let's get to uh, this day in uh, sports history. All right. This day in sports history. Um, by the way, did have someone mention to me? Yes, I am at some point going to go on a NASCAR rant, but we're going to wait a little bit for that. It has to do with the 75 greatest drivers list. Oh, yeah, that's right. We're going to get into that. It's just not today. Today is not the day. Stick around for that. Yeah, for right. They mentioned it's that. It's coming. I'm waiting for them to release the entire list before I go off <laughs> on the list. Okay. Because there's already been a couple drivers that have been announced, and I'm going, he made it? So I want to I, I want to see the whole list and then go, how did he make it? So okay. a couple of guys in there that we'll talk about. All right. All right. This day in sports history, back in 1931, Travis, Lou Gehrig hit a home run but is called out for passing a runner. The gaff winds up costing him the AL home run crown as he ended up tied with Babe Ruth. Uh, Poor Lou Gehrig. Yeah. And on this date in 2009, after a battle with Brad Keselowski on the last lap, Carl Edwards flies into the catch fence at Talladega. Keselowski would go on to get his first career win, and it was also the only lap he led of that race and his first career lap led. Hey, if you're going to lead a lap, might as well make it the last one, right? (laughs) Yeah, the most important one. finally, on this day back in 2012, the Colts, the Indianapolis Colts, ushered in a new era by drafting Andrew Luck first overall. Uh, Yes, Colts fans, 11 years ago, you drafted Andrew Luck. mm, 11 years ago. Thought it was the uh, the answer. Thought it was the future. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. What could have been? What could have been? Because let's think about it, Travis. 11 years is not a long time. No. Like, not at all. No. Um, let's see. I'm looking at a list right now. Uh, is there anyone? Russell Wilson was drafted in 2012. Mm-hmm. Jared Goff, 2016, so a little bit sooner. Kirk Cousins was 2012. Andy Dalton was 2011. He just got paid. Joe Flacco, 2008, he's still playing. Mm-hmm. Geno Smith, 2013, just revitalized his career. 
Those were all quarterbacks who started a game last season. Mm. So, Andrew Luck should still be quarterback for the Indianapolis Colts. He should, yeah. And instead, you're picking fourth, and tomorrow night, you'll find your quarterback of the future. Mm-hmm. Hopefully. Hopefully. And maybe he'll stick around for about six years and then call it quits, too. Uh, yeah. Andrew Luck, the the body gave out. The body failed him. And Well, yeah, because he had thrown, no offensive line behind him. He's thrown the Colts into disarray ever since. Yep. Throwing him into a tailspin. Yep. They're still trying to recover from today. We'll yep. see what they do with their with their fourth pick selection. By the way, if you look it up, there's a great article ESPN did on Andrew Luck after he retired. Check that out, talking about the reason he retired. Good article. Hmm. 86 games, that's it. That's all Andrew Luck played in. Man. 86 games. That's crazy. That's it. And that's... Again, yeah. And... and Andrew Luck is not a Hall of Famer. Could have been, but 2019 no. he retired. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, he's he's not. Yeah, Travis, he's only 33. Yeah. Again, easily should still be playing in the league. For sure. But nope, it wasn't wasn't destined to be. Nope. Not in the cards. Hey, uh, Brett Favre says that Aaron Rodgers would do great. Oh, thanks for that update, with Brett Favre. With the Jets. How's your uh, your lawsuit against? Uh, how's your life doing? How's, how's your, your lawsuit against uh, Patrick Mac. McAfee going? <laughs> yeah. It's going to federal court. That's where it's going, Travis. I saw that. It's going to federal court. Wow. So you took it all the way up to the big boys. It's going to Jeez. federal court. Jeez, that's scared of Pat McAfee, huh? Yeah, apparently, apparently, what Pat McAfee said was that awful. Mm-hmm. And uh, the uh, Titans there okayed for a new uh, stadium in uh, Nashville. Oh, nice! Seven hundred and sixty million dollars stadium. So, it's a big stadium. Big stadium. The renderings look nice. So, uh, they get. Seven hundred sixty million in city bonds as a part of a record stadium funding deal. So that was only the city bonds. That's worth seven hundred and sixty million. It gives Tennessee the largest public price tag for a stadium, topping the eight hundred and fifty million dollar commitment from New York for the Buffalo Bills' new one point five billion dollar stadium. So. Uh, it all adds up to $1.2 billion in public funding committed to the Titans enclosed stadium. Mm. It was announced quite a while ago, but they finally get the go-ahead. Yep. They're okay. Wow. Mm. Uh, they're hoping to break, bra- break ground by mid-2024 to open up for the 2027 season. So... Uh, yeah, so, uh, yeah, uh, will be built on the parking lots in between the current stadium and Interstate 24. The deal returns control of 66 acres, including the current site of Nissan 
Nissan Stadium to a Nashville. City officials are planning a renovation featuring a park, greenways, affordable housing, and a new road. And it's going to be getting a $1.2 billion stadium. Or $1.2 billion in public funding, I guess. Pricey. I guess the whole thing would be like over $2.1 billion. So Nashville getting a new stadium. Yep, I guess. Uh, Hopefully by 2027. So it's going to be available. So. I guess they're not going anywhere. Titans not going there. anywhere. Titans are staying right there in Nashville. Yep. So you don't have to worry about them nope. moving out of town or anything. So. All right, so I think that will do it. I think that will wrap it up. So we will get on out of here for today. We'll be coming at you hot and heavy with the draft tomorrow. It's going to be there. And it's right there on ESPN in Kansas City tomorrow night. And we got our own special plans for the draft tomorrow. So you want to stick around for that. And we'll be back to recap everything that happens in the playoffs and NBA or MLB tonight. So until then, thanks for listening and thanks for downloading. We will talk to you tomorrow. Peace. Peace.